Hello and welcome to Planet Homemaking Podcast. I'm your host Epifanio and this is episode 744. And today we're going to dive into the gift of Jinky 49, which is revolution. And I love this word. And at the same time, as it has been manifested in the world forever, it hasn't been fully fulfilled. Because what it really has turned into its its basic meaning, which is a turn. A turn of a wheel. a, A turn to its very beginning. Not a spiral. We were talking about that a little bit yesterday. We're talking about Ascension of Octab here. When we are talking about true evolution, we're talking about uh, raising a frequency through higher octaves. And we're talking about thought and consciousness and light and sound that coagulates into matter. We're talking about a revolution, a movement of consciousness manifested as sound, manif- manifested as, as thought, as, as, as light, as sound, and as matter, and as social structures, and then organically making that spiral upwards where it would have been a new beginning. Now, it's not just a new beginning, but it's a new beginning at a higher octave. We are having a spiral now instead of one cycle coming back to its beginning because you look at... I mean, yes, some changes happen in these revolutions if you're looking at political, socio, socio-economic revolutions, right, worldwide. But not much. You know, for a while you got a couple people gaining back power. They killed uh, whatever tyrants that were on top of it and the smarter tyrants that are actually pulling the cables or the strings behind the puppets. They figure out a way to bamboozle the new people that have taken over. Or they are their own third seal, lower frequency, tyrannical impulses kick in. The same thing, you know, it could even get worse for a while. A lot of good stuff dies in the way. And and then, and, and then you know, in some ways, some things are changed for the better. So it's not, we're not generalizing that revolutions are not necessarily positive. And positive is a very limited term to uh, evolutionary purposeful, that probably must uh, must a better term, you know. Revolutions are not necessarily not evolutionary purposeful. Yes, they are, but ultimately we're talking, what we're talking about here with this gene key, we're talking about uh, a true change in frequency, a, a, a true entering into um, manifesting multidimensional co- consciousness, coagulating as physical matter, a completely new change in reality. Um, not new, obviously, but, you know, at the scale that we're talking about, yes, of course. So, yeah, we're going to be talking about that um, today, how important it is for us to realize because we were talking about this um, um jinky in, in conjunction with jinky 55 making the codon ring of the whirlwind which is this whirlwind that's taken over the world and we're looking into the where we haven't gotten there yet but when we get to the 55th jinky which is basically the core message transmission of this jinky's work um tool that we're using 
which is basically uh, the transformation within the personal transformation from being a victim into freedom. And so th this is the same energy, this 49 jinky and the 55 jinky. The difference is that the 49th is outward, is that expression of that energy. Uh, how it builds these links, these bridges of electromagnetism among people. It's not that they're not there, but, you know, they're severed for the most part. So how it relinks, re how would we reconnect to build this blueprint of of um, of God, right? Of, of spiritual energy, of love. Because that is ultimately what truly brings um, change. The only thing that changes things is love. And it's not even a thing. It is, it, it, it is life itself. Uh, because of love, we have growth. Because of love, we have change. Because of love, we, are, we have the allowing. Being, we're being allowed to live and to change and to experience and to fuck up. Because of love. Because of love, we have everything. And fear doesn't even exist. You know, fear is the looking the other way. Because we, because the love of God is so grand, we are allowed to look the other way and say, love doesn't exist. I'm lost here. Fuck this. And now you're going to manifest and create the experience, the suffering, the drama, the, the chaos that comes from looking, believing that love doesn't exist and being afraid. Of not having or of not experiencing, of not living. Because the moment you're, you're, you're fearing, you're no longer living. And I'm being exaggerated. Of course, you are living. But, you know, I'm, I'm talking about eventually that kills the body. So at some point, it will literally kill you. Fear kills you. Fear kills us. If we were to maintain our attention and love, we would become immortal. And that's exactly our goal ultimately here to get to the point that we could become so present. There is no um, attention in the unconscious. There is no fear. There is only the present moment. There is pure presence. And then time dissolves. And then at that point, you cannot die because you're not existing no longer in time. Whenever like the tree is going to fall on you, you're so present that you know it's going to fall on you. So you get out of the way. If the tree's so big, you know it before you get close to the tree. So you don't even get close to it. So the tree never falls on you. Because you're present. This is what the Japanese call mushin. Right? Uh, it's this uh, state of presence that it's uh, an, an invincible. And uh, that's what the samurais would get into this state of mushin. Right? This presence that was so powerful that... It was in in invictus. These people can can be unbeatable. They were unbeatable because they knew they could sense time in a different way. And so when the fight began, they already knew what the opponent was going to do. But not on a not on a logical level, but on an analogical level, which is like beyond logic. It was pure. Uh, um, connection to the electromagnetic fields of reality that knows and carries already the future because it's already been it's already coming from the download of the blueprint once it hits physical manifestation physicality matter it's already have been it's already been sound it's already been light it's already been thought it's already came from that very blueprint 
So, you know, being in the present is ultimately having that ability to perceive the future. There's a jinky that talks about is um, we, we focus on it. It's called anticipation. Um, I think 56. I don't quite remember which jinky is it, but um, 56, I think it's 52, 56. Let me see. No, um, no, it's, uh, I don't quite remember which one is it, but there is, I think we've already looked into that one, maybe. <laughs> but anyway, it doesn't matter, you know, at some point it's going to be here. So I, I think, you know, I can actually look at it in here because I hate it when I don't remember all of this. Uh-huh. It is a very specific jinky that deals with that um, awareness of the immediate future. And it's interesting when you meet people like that, like you're telling them a story, right? And then they saw, and how about this? And you were about to say it, right? Um, and, and so they're already downloading the future and they're a little ahead of, of time. And it's, it's a very interesting to just actually, um, um, have that experience. Um, yeah, there it is. Jinky 41. Jinky 41. Yeah, goes from the shadow of fantasy to the, through the gift of anticipation all the way through the city of emanation. Um, but anyway, that, that's, you know, what does that have to do with revolution here? What were we talking about here? Well, it's ultimately the revolution is to be able to choose in alignment with the present. Like to be so self-respecting that you know what is organically natural, that you're not being out of balance, out of, of the internal balance of male-female. And that means all manifestations of everything. And the most basic, basic example, and Richard Rudd talks about this, is just, you know, when you suddenly feel like you don't want to eat anymore, but you still eat. Or when you're looking at YouTube and at some point you feel like you need to get out of it. You keep looking videos, you know. It's it's that moment when you know that there's more life and you're just, you're just stop, st stuck in an eddy, stuck in a little kind of like little... And I guess I, this could be from a certain perspective like a negative whirlwind, right? Because we got this jinky um, 40, um, what's it called? Um, jinky 49 um, and jinky 55 being part of this codon ring of the whirlwind. So it's very quite interesting to look at that. But ultimately, this revolution that we're talking about here is the consequence of, of respecting yourself, respecting your creativity. Respecting your divine right to choose where you put your attention. And to know that just because somebody comes with whatever head trip they're, they're, and their own consciousness or whatever, you're not going to get swept into playing that, that scenario. Because you can move your attention where you want it. And I'm talking about ultimate attention, not, not mental. Not, not, it's not just mental. In fact, it isn't mental at all. It's presence. Your presence is in a point of attention, right? And it is entire of your body, your heart, 
emotions have moved up to the heart. So there is no polarized of the first heels. It's depolarized at that point. That's why you can be in a neutral space. This is why the yogis do yoga. It's not the physical asana. It's not the end all, the end all. They do that just so that they can, you know, get the body to sit. <laughs> That's it. Because it's like a dog. The body is like a horse. You know, it's like it's going to be wild and it's going to be wanting this and wanting that. And you get to tame it. That is our job here. So the revolution is the taming of the biomachine in order so that we can reclaim our divine right to love, love ourselves, love our lives, and to stop living these lives of need where we're clinging for this love here, love there, accept and attention here. We're looking for love in all the wrong places. We are the givers of the love. And when you give, you give to yourself. And then, because it has to pass through you, and then it reaches out the world. You become that future. So um, we're going to dive into that today. But before that, if you're new to the podcast and you don't know what we're talking about here, you want to go to Jorn.tv. That's J-O-U-R-N.tv. That's the homepage of the podcast. At the bottom, there's some black menu that says uh, has five links. One of them says Jinkies. Click on that one. And that will take you to episode 256. Listen to that episode. That'll get you started with what we're doing here. And on that page, there's also a link that says click here to get your own free personalized hologenetic profile. As I talked about it yesterday and the day before, this is a tool. The tool of the profile and the tool of the gene keys. The entire thing we're doing, this is a fucking tool. Because this is the thing we do every time we find a new something. We put it on a pedestal and start worshipping it. Oh, it's fucking astrology. Oh, it's fucking Jesus. Oh, it's fucking Buddha. Oh. We all do that. And this is what keeps us from finding our own voice. We need to use these tools just like you sit on a chair. You hammer, hammer on a, a nail in the wall. It has a purpose. When the nail is in the wall, you put the hammer away. When you're done sitting, you stand up and you go out. You're not like putting the fucking chair in a fucking altar with fucking, you know, candles and start like saging the entire show. Oh, the chair, the chair. This is what fucks us up throughout history. Putting all of these programs and these systems and these teachers and these gurus in fucking pedestals. Because that way we miss the connection, the direct connection. We, we put an intermediary. Now, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that. At some point in your evolution, you need to do that in order to get to where you're going. But where what we're talking about here is taking responsibility for your own attention. Where is the attention? So in that episode 256... We learn how to use this map, but this map is a tool and it is only the foyer of the house to enter into the story. We're contemplating 64 points of attention that are the building blocks, basic building blocks of consciousness, how consciousness moves and weaves and builds reality now from a consciousness level and out of that blueprint, blueprint how it manifests physically. 
uh, and we're 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 contemplating. We're putting our attention of these sixty-four entry points into the matrix of reality. Why? Because when we penetrate one of this, we're constantly putting our attention on this. Constantly putting our attention on this. This is the tool that keeps our attention focused. We go from one jinky to the other. We use the hologenetic problem. It gives us 11 points of attention, right? And there's an explanation of how to use it. It's, it's beautiful. It's a wonderful thing. But at the very end of the whole thing, it doesn't fucking matter. Because you're going to penetrate this from wherever angle it could be. could not even be your hologenetic profile. Although I tell you, it's wonderful to create and understand how that works. Because it gives you a really good idea of how to start moving your energy in a more cohesive, sovereign way. And um, But the download. The download is personal. It comes from your attention. And it has to be your own definitions. We, you listen to my words, or you read the book, you listen to Richard Rod, whatever, you know, and that triggers us that internal um, uh, connection. It, it's like kind of like the, the cable, and we plug the cable to God, and then you're going to start getting your own, because you're overlaying your own experience. It has to be experience. Otherwise, this is philosophy. We're just head-tripping about shit. It needs to manifest and have the experience. That's what we were talking about, how to, with the repressive and reactive natures, right? With every single jinky, this is how we get to see this um, fear, this this um, misunderstandings of reality that we, we, because we become afraid, afraid of life, afraid of living. And when we are not living love, we are not living and so being in fear, and we all are, because at the very core we have what's called the sacred one. Awareness changes everything. The moment we become aware of the fact that we are afraid, then we're no longer afraid. We are aware. And that's a huge different thing. You might come back and in the next 30 seconds you're afraid again. But you keep bringing that attention back. No, I'm afraid. But am I? Who is afraid? The bio machine is afraid, not the observer. The observer is neutral. And you become that observer and you're contemplating. That is the point of attention. The, a point of attention. You got the electron, the neutron, and the electron, the proton, and the neutron. The observer is the neutron. Right? In physicality, we got this positive, negative, male, female polarity constantly moving, which is the, this is the, what makes the engines of creation of life. This is what makes life exciting. And we are, as, you know, as wizards, magicians, whatever you want to call it, children of God playing with that, this mystic clay of reality, right? And we are having fun. The problem is that when we identify with the fucking clay, we forget that we're the one watching. We need to be watching and playing simultaneously. That is how we reclaim our inner joy. Listening from the heart where there's depolarization. The third, first three seals, the energy goes up in the heart. It depolarizes and now you're listening because you're giving to yourself. You're no longer going into the world waiting for somebody to fix your life or give you that which you lack. You are from a place of a, a kind of like channeling that same light of creation that is pure giving. You look at the sun. The sun is pure fucking giving day and night. And night is we're just at the other side of the earth. But the sun is still giving. 
until it, uh, you know, after, I don't know how many billion years, going to turn supernova and it's going to go away. But there's going to be other suns being born. The sun is pure giving. And that's what we are. We are the sun. The S-U-N. And you can be the son or the daughter of God, whatever you want to call it. But anyway, all of that information is there in episode 256. There's there's uh, there's links, there's videos, there's uh, another podcast, there's an index, there's charts, there's all the stuff you need to start using because you need an entry point into this study because it's profound. And at the same time, it's just a fucking tool. Okay? When we use this tool, the real realizations, the real what we're after here is that state of being that you live your life and you go like, fuck, I feel fantastic today. I go out and my connections are awesome. My day is great. My creativity is rolling. I'm seeing a completely new world. And because you're vibrating that, that different frequency, you are in a parallel universe. You have created a new world. And many people are doing that. This is how we build the future. And this is... You know, if you want to learn more about what are we about, why, why this brand is, you know, Planet Homemaking, TV, Pearl Planet, Who Am I, all of that stuff on the About page on TV. Listen to episode one. Our goal is to help build uh, the blueprint for a real civilization. The blueprint is, is the individual. We're not here to, you know, have a fucking collective of people singing Kumbaya and meditating for 20 hours. I mean, if that's what you feel like doing, that's great. We're here to awaken that singing in the heart of the individual, understanding that everyone else is you. We all are the one. But the way to know the one is to be the one. You be you. And you're not in a place of lack. And you're not in a place of like, I'm going to teach you how to be the one. Because then you don't really truly believe it. If you need to go teach everybody how to be the one, I'm going to show you the way. Fuck that. Why? Because in that moment, that's insecurity. And so becoming aware of that is very important. No beating yourself up. At some point, you catch yourself doing that. You're like, okay, well, that's where I am. It's okay to be here. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. And then that is love. So let's dive into this 49th gift of revolution, right? This is the silent revolution. The 49th shadow is the first aspect of the human shadow to mutate down to the genetic level. And this is because we're talking about reaction. And as we were talking about yesterday... This is the core element of all the reactive natures of all jinkies, which is the third seal. So in order to make that jump from the third seal to the fourth seal, as the kundalini goes up the chakras, right? Then it is that at that point is the moment when you make the decision. I don't need to control anyone to be happy. I don't need anyone's attention to be happy. What I need is to give to myself and then to others. And then that need transforms into, into being. You're no longer needing to give. You're choosing. Then the energy transmute. At that point, you have found the, the balance between the, fa- the male and the female. The wanting, the taking and the giving, right? That lack 
that's looking always for its partner, right? And then the energy, the fourth seal opens up, the energy goes up to the fourth seal, and now you are experiencing love, which is this recognition of yourself in others. Recognition of God. You, ha you don't know exactly how to express it. That's why so many people, when they get to this level, they just like their dust, they're like big fluffy clouds, you know, like uh, uh, uh. a lot of people get heart attacks because they don't know how to express this love. They can feel it. They have it in their heart, but they can't fucking express it. So it's also very important to learn how to express this love. And that's when we move the energy from the fourth seal to the fifth seal. But this is what's happening right at the at the genetic level. We are making that, well, nature, God, is, is uh, life is changing at a genetic level. We are changing at a genetic level. So, um, so as fewer and fewer humans are victims of their emotional reactions, violence, violence rapidly decreases in the world because, you know, whenever some bullshit happens and you still not clear enough to just not react to that. It's not that you're not feeling the beat emotionally, because, you know, I mean, we, we haven't really figured out everything yet, but you, you still get your emotional hits and you're like, fuck, she didn't say that, god damn it, what the fuck's wrong with these people? You know, how about to just, and then you're about to onslaught the fucking retaliation, you know, and then you stop and you say, oh, okay. I could choose to just take that energy and say, thank you. This is my creation because me in the past at some point, maybe conscious or unconscious, I have positioned my attention that created a rippled in reality that manifested this returning of the ripple as a, coagu as a coagulated physical experience and it got delivered this bullshit. Fuck, it pisses me off. But I'm conscious, I'm aware now. So it's coming back and you're like, Phew. you might need to digest, you know, sit down for like three hours, just like going like, ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you're no retaliating and more and more people are doing that. And that is why the big fucking plans of all this, you know, dark underworld, you know, matrix hierarchical bullshit system hasn't been able to trigger any of these nasty scenarios like, you know, and, you know, this huge, you know, cataclysmic wars and all that shit. Because a lot of them, yes, there's, there's, there's pockets in the world where they're trying to poke it. And I'm talking there, they, what I'm really saying is us, the part of ourselves that feed that larger darkness, inside of us, we are changing genetically. And so... The, the people that are still stuck in that genetic, they're, they're getting less and less energy support to maintain, keep doing this bullshit. And so those big, nasty plants are falling apart. And it's beautiful to see because it's, it's the, the outer, grander manifestation of the inner change of the individual worldwide. Um, so the revolution... Um, is is the impact um is is the impact us is 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 worldwide is impacting us as individuals through our relationships which in turn impact our families our communities our nationalities 
and our entire identity as a species. And I, I want to make kind of like a statement here when he's talking about nationalities and identity as species, you know. This crap is the stuff from the personality, right? But it's important to address it, you know. Yes, we believe that we belong to this or that. And as long as we believe, believe that we belong to this or that, we cannot really realize that we belong to in the entire universe. And the entire universe belongs to us. We are dual belonging. Because I am only part of this gang. Or I'm only part of this family. And then I'm only part of this country. And I'm only... But at some point, we need to start from a place of certainty and cohesiveness. So if you need to belong to a country and find that cohesiveness, then it is part of the journey and you should not deny it. Because at some point during the spiritual journey, we get all head trippy and try to be fucking perfect in 20 minutes. And that is trying to affect the change from the outside. It's the same thing I was talking yesterday, that it's bullshit to try to create utopia or the synarchy or the whatever, all this bullshit. It's bullshit because it isn't about that. It is about becoming that in your heart. And then you are that beacon. And then whatever you do, you're not trying to make that happen. Whatever things you do, they are the utopia. Every single word you say, every step, every word you say, every step. (laughs) Now I'm getting into the police. Anyway, but you are, you become that. And and then your actions are going to have a foundation that is real. I mean, I'm not saying that ultimately you're not going to be getting down the journey, even if you're trying that way. What I'm saying is that, you know, as you traverse that journey with others, you're going to get the true lessons of the beatings. And it is, you know, all these uh, personalities clashing against each other. And and I'm not saying that is not the path, because it's obviously the path we've chosen for generations. What I'm saying is that if you find love in your heart and express that from a sovereign, self-respecting way, at some point, every every step that you take in every direction, it's going to be like Mr. Magoo. You know, you're like just gliding through doors that open up and, and everything is... is you know, even like bullshit that comes through your way, you, you don't even smell it. You know, it just kind of goes and passes and because your attention, you're literally existing in a parallel universe. And that existence, because you are that parallel universe, is literally vibrating that you are a beacon and you are literally changing from a higher vibratory perspective all of reality. The more people are doing that, automatically this happens organically. Things just start working. The bullshit that people that are into dark and nefarious stuff, it stops working. And you're not consciously like trying to fix all these problems. You're just having fun. That is the most organic that I've seen so far. I mean, I mean I'm sure there's other people have their own um, you know, ways of about doing this, but this is this is working for me, and it feels fantastic. So, revolution occurs whenever stagnant energy is brought into awareness, and this is literally what we're doing with all of the work we're doing here with these jinkies. We're looking in the unconscious for this shadow, right? For this um, misunderstanding of reality. This is the stagnant experience that hasn't been digested, hasn't been understood. And it's very interesting. We have this programming partner, Jinky number four of of Jinky 49, and the gift is understanding. 
So it's very interesting every time we have that. We look into our reaction, right, which is kind of like the reflection of the unconscious in the physical manifested world, take responsibility for our reaction and say, why am I getting so aggro about this shit? Fuck, because there's some shit in the unconscious. And then we have that understanding. And, and the city of programming partner four is forgiveness. So it's all part of it. So really looking into this, we are, um, we are kind of like clearing out the dams of the rivers of our, of our heart. Uh, like Just like yoga. When you, that's basically what the asana is. Just doing all these poses just so that the blockages in the energy flow of the body can clear out and the energy can flow. That's the same thing. We're looking into the unconscious at all these shadows. And we're using this hologenetic profile, this map, to get us started with that, clearing this. And what it is, it's awareness, embracing it, bringing it into your heart, giving it to God and say, God, I have no fucking clue how to heal this thing. But I know that the infinite love of God has no limits. And the moment you surrender to the love, the grace of God within your heart, that power of that mystery, because now we're, we're giving it to the mystery. Before that, we were linear thinking, male action, doing, get shit done, moving forward. And now we're surrendering to the divine feminine, which is, I don't know. But I know that this is the answer. Surrendering, diving into the deep ocean of the Akash, right? Full on. And that is the power, the power of the, of the void, the origin of creation. This is love, and that is what heals everything. So it is a direct result of our realization that we have this, uh, that we have this misunderstandings of reality, right? This this uh, you know awareness, awareness of our whatever we are, and embracing. Because, you know, the moment you don't want to look at your shit. We, nobody wants to realize I'm a fucking asshole. You know, I'm, I'm impatient. I, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I'm a taker. All this bullshit. We have 64 words for, you know, more than that. Because we have the re repressive and reactive nature. We got, uh, what's it, um, 192 words. 192 words for all this bullshit. Right? 192, 180, and 4, 4, 12, 192 words, yes. So, um, and it's good. And, and then we also have these charts on episode 256. At the bottom, we have the dilemmas. We have the victim. You know, this, all of these are keywords. We're like, we're like, uh, like detectives, right? We are building a case in our, in our, in our, in our consciousness, in our unconscious, in our hearts, finding out the missing pieces of ourselves, right? So giving the potential violence and intolerance within the 49th shadow of reaction, um, that, you know, when we're talking at a, at a, at a global level, you know, you, you know, this thing isn't going to go, um, silent into the night, you know, even though this is the silent revolution, it is fighting at a global level. But we don't look at the global. We look at ourselves. This is, remember, goes in conjunction with the 55th jinky of, of uh, victimization and the shadow and then freedom on the gift, right? And the city. 
which is part of the coat and ring of the whirlwind. So there is a genetic revolution going on right now. And, um, and it is basically throwing out the old genetic material. I wouldn't say it's throwing out. That's not how I would phrase it. I know what he means when he says that, but I would say it's, um, it's transmuting it. It's evolving it. It's changing it. The genetics, the gen- genetics are changing. So um, everything that is rotten in the 49 shadow, that reaction, is being brought to the surface. And I totally agree with that. This is literally what John, Prophet John of the Bible, you know, said with the, you know, the, the, the book of Revelations, the apocalypse. To be revealed is to bring to the surface. We are at a place where all of our shit is coming out at an in the, in the individual level for many reasons, even some of them cosmic as the you know entire solar system enters into this frequency wave of a different part of the galaxy. The frequency is higher already. So it's pushing all of this stuff. When you go to places that are centers of electromagnetism, a lot of people say, oh, this is a very spiritual place. And people go there and like all sorts of nasty stuff happen to them. They feel like shit. Why? Because spirituality is awareness. It's not good or, or evil. It's awareness of the truth. So a lot of people are unconscious of the bullshit that they live their lives by. And so that shit comes up to the surface. And a lot of people are very unhappy when they live in these vortexes of energy, you know. And you can tell. But when you let that energy pass through you, it's going to release those attachments, that darkness inside of you. And this is exactly what we're talking about here. All the shits coming to the surface at a global level. We're becoming aware of the nastiness and dark secrets of the world. Particularly the abuse to children. Enslavement of women and children and men. Right now we have more slavery than we've ever had in all of history. And it's 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 bullshit to the to the degree that people don't know because they're bamboozled by the fucking media, which is another form of slavery. But people are waking up and saying, you know what? This sounds like bullshit, smells like bullshit. Guess what? It is fucking bullshit. And they're waking up and standing in their own power and their own sovereignty and saying, Enough, I'm done with this thing. And it's beautiful to see. And obviously there's a lot of people that are still eating the bullshit. Including many people, including, you know, people from the Jinkies, you know, like even Richard Rod, you know, with believing that the fucking climate change bullshit is real and all that shit. Why? Because the media is saying it. Because they can't, you know, stop and say, you know, fuck, where's the evidence? Oh, this man says it. Yeah, from where did he pull him up? Have you seen the receipt? The line of the money, where is the money coming from? Show me the money. Who's paying for the admission of this scientific paper? And why aren't they paying for that one over there? You see, when you start seeing the rottenness, this is exactly what we're talking about here, this rottenness of our, of our social structures, and that shit starts coming out and people are beginning to realize one of the greatest things that, that, that we... You know, I mean, we're still in the midst of it, but thank God we really made this breakthrough. Is that a lot of people start saying, well, I don't know about this fucking vaccine bullshit and this fucking mask bullshit. And then people started just not fucking wearing them and not fucking taking the fucking vaccine. Now they had to pull it out. 
Well, people are not sucking that one. Why? Because people are waking up. Because the shit's coming out. So this is what's going on. It is beautiful. It is happening. And little by little, we're going through our evolutionary birth, right? This jinky, when we get to the city, we're talking about rebirth. Rebirth. I love this beautiful, beautiful word. But anyway, um, so when we view humanity from the level of our genetic, it, genetics, it allows us to look at things objectively uh, without our conditioning and prejudices because we're looking things as they are from a genetic level. And what are we looking at a genetic level? We're looking at a soup. All this bullshit that they're trying to push with fucking religion and race. Oh, fucking black people, fucking white people, ah, the trans people, fuck. It's all bullshit. The very core, we're just fucking people. And people don't even exist. <laughs> that's, a, that's another cosmic joke right there, you know. Um, we're just people. We're just people, and at the very core, genetic. We are a genetic soup. Literally, everybody in the in the planet at this point has genes, genetic sequences from everybody else. There's no such thing as you're black and I'm white and I'm Mexican and you're fucking you know Mediterranean or Chinese or whatever. You might have that kind of look on the outside. You might have that tradition if you grew up in India or South Africa or whatever. But at the very core, at the very objective level of the genetics, we're just people. And it beautiful people at that, right? We have this incredible genetic code that reaches out to grow and change and expand. It is said most fucking civilizations in, in, the, in the universe come here because they're amazed at our, our genetic code. We are so amazing. So... um. So we can look at what is happening in the world and understand why things are occurring. We are waking up. The shit's coming to the surface. And we are learning how to stop reacting to the outer, outward stimuli and to our own addictions. We are learning how to listen. Listen. And then when we have that moment when you're suddenly going down the drain inside of your heart, you're like, oh, I'm a piece of shit. You, you catch yourself and you say, no. That is a fucking program at a genetic level, at a mental level. I am beautiful. I am worthy of love. I come from a lineage of explorers of the universe. I am glorious. And so is every single entity in the entire multiverse. This bullshit, it's a fucking program. And I have the power right now to move my attention to love, self-love. And that self includes the entire of the multiverse. So, um, so this understanding coming from the programming partner of the fourth gift, understanding, right? Because now we're talking about these loops. Understanding leads to revolution and revolution leads to understanding. Again, we are defining in this particular jinky revolution as a spiral revolution, not as a, not as a, not as a cycle that was being understood. This is my definition of this gene, this gift of this jinky, a spiral revolution, not a revolution of a cycle. We are racing octave into a higher and higher frequency. And coming back to the beginning of that cycle, because this cycle's loop, 
but they are different. There are different echelons, different parts of that expanding fractal. And um, so, um, right, this understanding coming from the programming partner of the fourth gift is what enables us to overcome our tendency towards reaction. Because now we know what the fuck is going on. Oh, I see what's going on. Take a deep breath. It's no longer triggering you, pushing you the button. And now you're going to react. Ah, I'm going to squeeze your fucking eyeballs, motherfucker, for saying that shit. No. It come to you, go like, oh, I see, I see. This is somebody in pain that needs to externalize that pain to dominate. Because that's what they're doing to themselves. And now you have love in your heart. You have compassion. You're not going to be, oh, no, no, you might not say anything, but you're not going to react. And, 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 and not only outwardly, but inwardly, when we're talking about these needs to, to keep betraying your natural organic flow that happens inside of you. And that's exactly the example I was giving earlier. It's just, you know, you suddenly want to stuff yourself with fucking ice cream. <laughs> You know, or you or you are into cocaine or, or or alcohol, whatever. You know, you at some point you, or work workaholism or sex addiction, all of these things, right? You pause and you say, "What is organic, natural balance? What does what? Listen to listen, and then you listen, and you go, okay, I don't want to eat anymore. You know, definitely don't want to fucking do cocaine. I did that twenty fucking years ago, and it didn't lead me anywhere. Just to spend a lot of money." <laughs> no and now you're respecting yourself so this is stop these reactions automatic reactions because what are these reactions at the very core we want love we think we're going to find love by by you know sh shooting us with dopamine or serotonin because the body is a chemical it's addicted to the chemical if we can train the body to, to live in a different way, it's not going to be asking for those chemicals. And those chemicals are given through sex and through food and through experiences or whatever. But real experiences, that's what we are after, right? True growth. So, um, however, there is a very powerful force latent within the 49th jinky that must continue to find an outlet, the same energy that leads to killing at a lower frequency retains its destructive capacity at a high frequency. At a high frequency, its purpose becomes the annihilation of all things of a lower frequency. This is the ideal archetype of revolution. And this is the, uh, the perfect example that I know of this is um, Lord Shiva, the destroyer of imperfection, right? best example you know it is it's like in order to um to to plant a new crop on a, on a diseased land you burn the land you burn the all the crop you burn it all down and now that burn it's going to help that soil regain um i don't know exactly there's a very specific agricultural thing that happens when when the soil is burned and and it's going to become more fertile. It might need some, you know, fertilizers or whatever. But now you can sow a new, you can uh, grow a new crop. 
Because you burn down all that shit. And this is what's happening right now. We're burning down the shit of the past. And it happens inside of us at some point. You know, it's it's like that love is so wonderful because it's caring and loving and nurturing. And sometimes he pulls out a sword and chop its head off. And it's important to understand that God is all of it. At some point, it needs to burn and destroy and, and, and sever, like dissect something very diseased. Like fucking child sex trafficking right now. There's this amazing movie, The Sound of Freedom. And it's really pointing it out. They treated that kind of same subject in that movie by um, um, Liam Neeson about 10, 15 years ago when they stole his daughter. And they sold, they put her into child trafficking. But she was 17 years old. In this movie, we have children being stolen that they're three years old and four years old. And they immediately start sold. They are sold into sex slavery. What kind of fucking consciousness wants to rape a child of three years old? This is the shit that you sever with a fucking sword. This is the shit that, that it's, it's, there is no compassion here. You caught that fucking genetic disease. Burn that thing to the ground. This is when you bring the fucking death penalty to pedophiles. I don't give a fuck what you think. There's, there are things that need to be done in order for the future to be, to, 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 to happen. Cause the children are the future. If we have become such a fucking diseased civilization that now in order to could turn on, men need to be fucking children, then we need to burn that shit down to the ground. So this is the kind of revolution we're talking about. And with this 49 jinky, because when we get to the 55th, we're going to be talking at an internal level. You know, if that's the kind of shit you're going through, it needs to be burned from the inside. So at a social and political level, revolutions bring a dream with them. And that dream is always to implement some form of radical change to government. Unfortunately, this invariably involves the destruction of all that came before, and usually all that was good about the old system is also destroyed. And like I was saying earlier, it's not just that, but it's also most of the time these revolutions are coerced, like what happened in the French Revolution. Uh, you know, the, the, the ruling class was so out of touch with the lives of the, of the people. You know, like what the famous words of Mary Antoinette, you know, let them eat cake. They don't even fucking have bread. How are they going to eat cake? In her mind, you cannot live a life without cake because the cake is always there. And when we lose contact with, with, our, with our family, because all of humanity is our family. When we lose contact with our family, we lose contact with how fucking people are living in Africa and Thailand. How people are living in South America. And and it is it is and this is the most important to realize that these people living in all these nasty situations, they're also children of God, that they have chosen that particular experience. We need to also look at that from that level of awareness. And they have the divine right to have that harshness in order to evolve. But as a civilization, we are evolving past that and saying we don't need that type of suffering where we're going. 
we are going to build a new reality. And this is the beauty of the multiverse. They don't need to stop having that experience. You, the one who's aware of the ability of multidimensional time traveling, you shift parallel universes because you move your attention and now you're moving your entire bio-machine to a whole new multiverse. And this is what we're doing right now. This is this awakening. But, you know, how does it happen in government? This is how we do it. We need to be the change. We cannot go out and get as a, as a you know, sign up as a government unless you actually totally know that from your natural flow within. You know, people that are in that game right now that, that, that have awakened, people like Trump, like Carrie Lake, you know, people that have that inner fire and fighter inside with a different point of view. It doesn't mean they got it all figured out. They're fucking perfect people. But their, their goal is not to destroy life, but to create freedom and to bring in, not create because freedom is already there, but to bring that possibility that people are dreaming of 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 an of an of an evolutionary step and this is literally what the founding fathers of the united states um, envisioned this is the whole experiment of the united states and we're going through our birthing pains still because this is really pretty young nation still so um um so so the purpose of the 49 gift is to bring this explosive new energy and awareness into the world. Not so much at an individual level, which is the role of the 55th gift, but at a collective and cultural level. Along with the 49 gift comes an enormous longing to reform the ineffective way in which society operates. So this is the natural inner drive. You know, and, and here's the thing, you know, when, when, for example, Richard wrote of other people on human design and they start talking about you, you got the jinky, blah, 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 and then it's like, you, you feel excited about this. I've seen it over and over and over again. It doesn't need to be on your hologenetic profile. When you align with a certain vibration, that is your heart singing. And then you're going to, you're going to take that journey. Because you're being driven from within to, to traverse that journey. And this is why it's very important that we don't put the fucking tool in the fucking system or the guru or the teacher in a fucking pedestal. Because what if our journey is different? What if our inner singing is different? And at some point, it always, I've seen it always happen. At some point, the teacher that, or the training is going to take a certain direction and you go like, well, that sounds like bullshit. Or it doesn't feel right to me. If you have this inner respect to say, well, that's, that's great. That doesn't mean I'm going to throw the entire, you know, baby with the bathtub, with the water, the water with the bathtub. <laughs> I'm not going to throw the whole thing out of the window, but just take, take whatever it's important and then don't throw away everything, but don't give your power away. So, um. Right, so this energy is happening right now. It is beautiful to see. Uh, along with the 49 gift comes, uh, you know, enormous longing to reform the ineffective ways in which society operates. That's what, what's happening. People strongly influenced by this gift are frequently involved in some form of social reform. And he's talking about racial, but... That is the kind of bullshit that we're trying to see right now. They're, they're using that 
as the opposite of what they're saying that it is. Oh, we want racial equality. No, fuck that shit. That's what Martin Luther King wanted and he got it. What these people want, division. And they're selling it to you backwards. So this is why we need to stop being naive and see things for the, the, what they are. They want division. That's why they're, you know, fanning the flames of, of racial inequality, which is fucking bullshit. The same with the fucking transgender fucking bullshit movement. It is not about that. It is not about that. There are elements of truth everywhere. But when you see at the picture that is being broadcasted simultaneously throughout all the media outlets, you see a, a, an agenda. And when you become aware of the agenda, then you just move your attention somewhere else and you shift parallel universes because it no longer affects you. But if you can't see the bullshit coming at you, you cannot, if you cannot see the storm in the ocean, you cannot veer the boat and say, oh, there's clear waters up here. Well, it's going to take us three more days of, of you know, of, tr you know, traveling that way around the storm. Yes, but we're not going to fucking die. So what? Sit on the back of the boat and take a suntan. <laughs> you know, read a book. Right? So um so the 49th gift does not produce the kind of revolution that history has so often seen. And this is exactly what I'm talking about. What I'm calling it is the spiral revolution, not the, the revolution that has already happened. It gives birth to revolutionaries, not to reactionaries. So we're gonna change that. And I would call um Responsivaries. <laughs> I invented that word, right? From reaction to revolution, from reaction in the shadow to responding to the situation, right? To changing, to choosing, to moving, to racing that spiral upwards, next echelon of octave, not to going back to the same thing and destroy a whole regime just to create a worse regime, you know? And, and a lot of people, you know, Including right now, a lot of people in this uh, culture, they're, they're totally mindfucked into believing, oh, communism is good, Marxism is good. They have no fucking clue. And it happens every 80 years. It's the same cycle of mindfucking. People forget where they've been and they keep looping. But we are changing this time because we have generated enough awareness to make that leap upwards into that... Uh, um, ascending spiral of frequency. So this urge to improve the world is anchored in a deep understanding of what the world is. So to change something, you got to know what it is first. You cannot change something you don't understand. That's why these two jinkies are programming partners. Revolution, understanding. And this goes both ways. Revolution, understanding. We understand what's going on inside of ourselves. We understand how the bio-machine works. We understand our addictions. We understand that we're unconscious. We understand that we react to things. And we take responsibility for all of that without beating ourselves up for being a sinner or a piece of shit. And then we turn all of that inward into the heart and say, I love myself. I'm a beautiful being. Yes, I have a lot of these nasty stuff here. But I have no idea how to do or how to change that. I bring it into the heart and I love it. And the love is the revolution. That's why there's love backwards in revolution. Revolution. <laughs> revolution of love. So we've reached the end of the episode today. And uh, 
we've kind of observed, you know, the best way to do this thing forward in order for this to be consistent is the podcast no longer going to be Monday through Sunday. It's going to be Monday through Thursday. And that way we're going to be able to uh, at least, you know, get this 64 all the way up to the 64 jinkies. And then after that, it's going to be probably just once or twice a week. But um, but we're going to be doing four episodes a week, Monday through Thursday. And, uh, and, then, and then we're going to, you know, start again next week. And that way we can be consistent because I don't want to keep taking these suddenly breaks to reorganize and come back to it and then wait a month and all that stuff. A sort of consistency, we're bringing it down to four days a week. So podcast is going to be from now on Monday through Thursday. You can find us on every podcast app out there. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, all of these podcasts. All of those links are on Jorn.tv. That's J-O-U-R-N.tv in the About page. Uh, we, you can also, or any other page, you can see the links to um, all of these apps. And uh, at the bottom menu, black menu, you will see a Pioneers link. These are our interviews with people and uh, people that have gone through their dark night of the soul. And they have found the exit. They have found the love in their heart, the solution to whatever it is they were going through. And now they're at the other side. They're giving that. And so they tell us the story. These are also on video, not just audio. And you can watch them there. Or you can also go to Rumble. And uh, we got a Rumble channel. If you go to the support button at the bottom right corner of TV, you can see all of our coaching programs where we're helping people one-on-one with what they're going. Most important at the very core is the dark night of the soul. If you're stuck in the dark night of the soul, sometimes it takes 20 years to get through that one. It doesn't have to if you can figure out one very specific thing. And if you can't get that down, you can make a change in, in a few months. So we have a very specific coaching program for people stuck in the dark night of the soul, how to move through that. And uh, all the information is there. Just uh, go to the bottom right corner of TV, click on that support button. We have uh, a one-on-one session to helping people understand their hologenetic profile and how to use it if you want further help. Because everything here is on the website, but if you actually want to talk and request, ask questions and all that stuff, remember it's a tool. We're learning how to use it as an entry point into the unconscious so that we have, can have a direct connection with the universe through our attention. And we have also a, a coaching program that is called Life Design. is to help people integrate all of the elements of their life in alignment with their deeper spiritual purpose. And now moving forward from that. Being honest about what you want in your life. Because a lot of people say, oh, I'm enlightened. I'm supposed to be all like very feffy, foofy, new age, new sh- rainbows, unicorns, bullshit. And they're sad as fuck. Be honest. If you want to be a pro skater, go skate. You know, if you want to make money, go make fucking money. If you want to have a relationship, get on a fucking dating app. If you don't find any other way or, or, or you know, whatever. But it's being honest to yourself. That is how we reconnect. That is how we find that authenticity. That is how we know God, by knowing ourselves, being honest. And so we have a specific coaching program that helps people integrate all of their aspects in their, of their life. Also on that page in the support bundle, you'll see all of our social media links. You can find us on Telegram, Twitter, Truth, Truth Social, 
Uh, we have a Rumble channel and also a Clubhouse that we haven't done anything on that. Maybe at some point we'll do something with that. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is Planet Homemaking Podcast. And I wish you a wonderful rest of your day or evening. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.